Patriots and welcome to the Patriots Prayer Podcast. Good morning. I'm your host Eddie Smith, and I have with me Jerry Vegas. Wake up, Jerry. <laughs> it's early, but it ain't that early. Your coffee ain't strong enough. Yeah. So uh, we got a lot to unpack because um, Hunter Biden has the most confusion, confusing legal defense ever mounted in the history of ever. It was first, I'm pleading guilty. Now it's, I'm not guilty. Dad was involved. He's not involved. The laptop is mine. The information on it isn't. But I'm suing people for releasing my personal information on my laptop. Do you see how, I mean, just asinine and back asswards his whole defense is? It is going to be very interesting to see how things shake out once people get in the courtroom. And will Hunter Biden's lawyers actually follow through on their threat? to call Joe to the stand. I, I can't wait. I mean, I, it's to me, it's like waiting for the damn Super Bowl. And I, I just, I can't wait. It used to be that way about the presidential debates. You know, we wait every four years. I couldn't wait for the debates. It was like the big game for me. These debates this year are so lackluster, and all they do is highlight the contrast between patriots and rhinos. That's it. And I see... So many rhinos, it is very hard, very, very hard for people to um, tell anymore who's a real Republican and who isn't. Who, hold on a second, is it rhinos or Muppets? Because I think they're renaming the presidential debate Vivek and the Seven Muppets. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, at least they say Vivek's name first. I mean, here, here's a guy who, um, if we're all, you know, likely purposes is probably the best candidate up there uh and there was a lot of people that i had hope for i mean obviously we all had hope for ron we all hoped ron was not who we now know that he is right uh we we thought the guy had some fight in him that he was a patriot that he would stand up against world culture i mean there's a lot of commendable things he did when it came to disney uh, uh, laws and rules that he put in place against the uh, DEI in his own state, against CRT, uh, how he stood up against all the mandates in his, in his, I mean, I really thought Ron was the truth. I thought he was going to be uh, the vice presidential nominee for Trump. They were going to finish these four years together and then go on for another eight years to be president. And that's what I envisioned. I had no idea he was such a backstabbing, disloyal rat. False prophet. I mean, really, really. I mean, Chris Christie is exactly who you expected Chris Christie to be. You remember we talked to Alex Stein about this, um, and he said exactly the same thing. This is exactly who we thought he was. But now you have Asa Hutchinson, and you have, well, you, you know who else disappointed me was Tim Scott. Tim Scott, I seen him on The View, and I thought he was so presidential, the way he handled uh, the girls on The View, who are quite, quite, you know, just the, the crowd to be around. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be able to handle myself, right? I, I would at least want to shake the hell out of some Just shake somebody, man. Just, God, just the dumbass things they say, especially the Joyce Barr chick. It's, it really is hard to watch that. If, you, if, <laughs> if I ever had, like, low blood pressure issues, just turn that show on, and I guarantee you, uh, with no medication, I'll be fine. But 
seen him on there. He's completely presidential. He he he's having conversations with people he vehemently disagrees with, and he does it in such an eloquent way that I thought, man, here this guy is uh this guy might be the truth. But then he gets on stage with the other seven, and they ask a simple question: Did Mike Pence do the right thing by send not sending the votes back to the electorate? And by certifying the vote. And when I saw his hand go up, I knew he wasn't the one. I knew he didn't have the, the, the actual guts that it took. Because when it's chips are down and your back's against the wall and the news and the intelligence community and everyone else has put out a story and they all kept repeating the same thing, the big lie, the big lie, the big lie. Well, we know the big lie wasn't truly the big lie. We know that for a fact now. We have video evidence of ongoing voter fraud where people were literally taking pictures of the ballots, putting them in boxes in front of other people. Uh, the, the ballot harvesting is a real thing. It, it actually occurs. We had evidence of ballot harvesting. Uh, and in some cases, we had people in, in states that were uh, outnumbered, uh, well, excuse me, the amount of votes entered outnumbered the people in those states who registered and let's let's not forget pennsylvania illegally changed their state constitution to allow mail-in mail-in balloting without a constitutional amendment which takes two-thirds vote of the legislature they never even did that they just sent out mail-in ballots to everybody without changing anything so there are a lot there were a lot of reasons why constitutionally uh, Mike Pence should have sent those votes back to the electorate and not certified them. But beyond that, do you remember he said his lawyer told him that he had to do it, that it would, it would have been against the Constitution if he didn't do it. But no one ever talks about what happened afterwards. What happened afterwards is all the rhinos and establishment goons that were in there got together after this happened when Joe Biden had already been sworn in and they changed the law so that if it happened again, the vice president did not have the power or the authority to send the votes back to the electorate, which means that he had the power to do it to begin with. Or else, why would you go in, hold a special session, and pass a law changing it? Because he had it the entire time. This is is really eye-opening because it makes you, it, 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 it clarifies for you, you have this, moment of clarity where you're looking at people that you think are aligned with you politically, ideologically, and even in faith. Like I thought Mike Pence was a Christian guy who would put Christ above politics. Well, he won't, and he didn't. And he continually um, stands up and, and, I mean, with pride, keeps announcing these lies and then won't even say or swear to or make a pledge, rather, that he would um, pardon Trump should they, you know, indict him or convict him in any way, shape, or form. So that tells me who he is. All right, yeah, I, him, I don't trust him. Him and, and Lisa were the only ones that's, that abstained from that. By the way, just connecting to your voter um, narrative monologue. So recently, one of the counties you step in up Michigan. To the mic. Recently, one of the counties in Michigan literally identified such ballots as a dog voting and somebody voting who was born in 20 
twenty. Okay? Well, there, there was somebody right here in Nevada uh, on the news as it happened, like within the same week of the election, coming forward saying that his dead wife voted. But the most curious I mean, it happens one a is lot. how many people were recorded voting that were born in the 1800s. And all I'm saying is, I want to go to those people's houses that allegedly voted in the 1800s, shake their hand, and ask them for their fountain of youth secrets. Well, you remember when Obama ran for president in the the first term, when he was going against uh, uh, John McCain and Sarah Palin. Uh, there was a lot of controversy at that point about Acorn, a company called a- uh, Acorn, an organization rather, called Acorn, who were registering dead soldiers. And all. I mean, there were prison sentences handed out. This was this is no joke. I mean, so it's OK to say there was election fraud and there, it's OK to to push that narrative. If you're Stacey Abrams, if you're Hillary Clinton, if you're. Uh, 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 what's the climate hoax, this guy's name, uh, that was Clinton's vice, Al Gore. Uh, I mean, he, it, they all do this all the time. And and you're, it's okay to threaten violence against your political opponents, talking about beating them up behind bleachers and fight like hell and saying that, hey, uh, even when the actors like, like Johnny Depp, who's a complete tool anyway, uh, says that, uh, you know, threatens to... Uh, threatened violence against uh, Donald Trump. I mean, as a matter of fact, Kathy Griffin got to behead a likeness of Donald Trump on live TV while conservatives were now recently relegated to be uh, threatened with a crime by not referring to the administration as the Biden-Harris administration. Okay. Like, that's going to fly in a society that has free speech and a First Amendment. Doesn't even make sense. Well, we used to have free speech. We used to have a First Amendment, and it used to be protected by those in the position uh, to protect it. It used to be protected by the FBI. It used to be protected by the press. It used to be protected uh, by those in in, in, uh, positions of authority, even in our schools and in our education system. Uh, Even the ACLU used to get out there and fight for your First Amendment rights. And they would not, uh, they would be relentless about, you know, you being able to exercise all of your freedoms and that if anybody stood in the way of doing that, that's where they came into play. And you didn't see them. Did you see any ACLU suitcases when it came to mask, mask mandates? Or how about, now that we see men going into the women's locker room and all that, where are they on women's rights? Well, I'll tell you where they are. They're with the guys who can't define what a woman is because until they define what a woman is, they can't pass any law or do anything or say anything that would uh, uh, clearly define this individual as, you know, chromosome X or Y who can't go into this room with these women. As long as you keep that, definition unclear and in a gray area where you act like you can't answer um then it's like you're you're free from scrutiny if if you don't push the issue and say it's wrong for a male to go into a female locker room get undressed use the facilities shower next to a a a young woman in a lot of cases who does not want to be standing there next to a full-blown male 
uh, while showering. And let's not forget that, and I just learned this, by the way, did you know most of the people, and I say most because I'm talking about more than 50% of, and this is, this is polling data, uh, more than 50% of the people that identify as trans do not identify as gay. Meaning that if you are a man who dresses like a woman and identify yourself as a woman, even though you're, tra- even though you're trans, you're still attracted to women. So, thus the separation of the restrooms based on the sex that you were assigned at birth. This, yep. this, was the whole, this is the whole purpose of it. Yep. Back to the ACLU. By the way, now finally... The ACLU is starting to do good works again, ironically, under they a got gentleman a new, new by the leadership. name of Hezbollah. So somebody finally has Albondigas. Isn't we'll that crazy that, that it has to be we'll, under Hezbollah, we'll, though? We'll, we'll, we'll leave that alone. We'll leave that alone. Um, but a few years ago, this would have been a pretty good impression of the ACLU. Somebody comes up, needs the ACLU's help. ACLU asks... Um, do you have any type of gender dysphoria, which, by the way, used to be classified as a, it's a mental clinical illness. mental yep. illness, yep. and it was actually classified as such on the CDC website until just a couple of years ago. And if you were not identifying with some sort of gender dysphoria, in my opinion, ACLU didn't do squat, but they are under new leadership, and I have seen firsthand they're doing good works again. Well, let's just hope, right? Because for the longest time, the ACLU was basically uh, uh, an organization that was, they were in the pocket of the left. I mean, they really were. Anything to deal with uh, race, uh, anything to deal with homosexuals, discrimination, any, anything to deal with that, the ACLU was, was right there front and center. Um, but Let's not forget, you know, what the ACLU is. It's the American Civil Liberties Union. That organization was made for such a time as this. And they really cannot afford to be silent anymore and still call themselves the American Civil Liberties Union. So, it, it, it would, it, you know, I always framed it like this. I said, you know, imagine that the United States politically, right, is, is a canoe. Uh, for those of us that have been in a canoe, we know how canoes easily rock. They, they rock extremely easy. So when we've when we seen Trump, I mean, excuse me, Bush in the, in the White House, we were right, right? Well, people thought we were right. But we were, we were rocking to the right. Then, who came along right after? Obama. And it swung way to the left. I mean, hard. And then what? Then we had a constitutional guy. Uh, a real patriot in Donald Trump, and it swung even harder back to the right. And boy, oh boy, when it swung back left again to the Manchurian candidate that's in office right now, it flipped upside down. The boat's flipped. It's over. What you're watching and what you're seeing play out on your news stations, uh, what you're seeing play out in the legal system uh, in the, at a federal level and on many cases on the state level is the revolution that we've all talked about that would happen someday it's happening it's right now it's it's happening um this whole thing against the maga crowd versus um the the socialist marxist fascist left is a revolution because we're fighting for the heart and soul of our country and it's either one way or the other there's no middle ground here because if you support those on the left 
that push for socialism, that push Marxism, that gray the areas that get rid of our nuclear family and our traditions and our values as a country, you're flushing our country down the lane, down the drain. But I say this, they continue to call everyone treasonous that's a Trumpite, right? Even though they have no evidence of this, they can't point to an issue, they speak from their widow feelings, and it, it doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way. It's either what's right or what's wrong and what's legal and what's illegal. So when you when you have a party that pushes socialism and Marxism, communism, right, you cannot have those parties win. You cannot have them enact any one of their any portion of their political ideology without first ripping up the American Constitution. You cannot implement socialism or communism in the United States without a seditionist action you can't do it because we have free markets and we have freedom of speech and we're a country who believes in God our our our, our constitution and our country was founded based on Judeo Christian principles believe it or not uh, believe in God or not it's completely up to you whether you do or not but every one of you should be grateful that at least the people who framed our constitution did Hey, Eddie. Yep. Uh, I just want to explain something. <laughs> Sorry, that uh, Brandon uh, concept is contagious. I just had a <laughs> Joe Biden moment uh, back on the script. Hey, I'm going to tie in real quick with the segment that Eddie was just uh, covering. So two people, this is how the 2020s are going to go into history so far. Two people are about to fight. There's a good Samaritan that steps in. Wait! Wait, 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 wait! Wait! Let me get my phone first. Yeah. Go ahead, guys. This gets now under, you can fight. Now, this gets under my skin so bad, Patriots. You have no clue how bad it gets under my skin when people, instead of getting involved, instead of saying something, instead of actually stepping up and being human beings, they pull their phones out. It just pisses me off so And the bad. Good Samaritan law that you referred to used to be in Washington State, too, a long removed from the liberal Marxism that has overtaken Washington State. So, so what he's talking about is the Good Samaritan law. And the Good Samaritan law was basically this. If I see you getting robbed or just the hell beaten out of you or whatever the case may be, I am obligated to do something about it, whether it be calling a police officer, an ambulance, all the way up into getting involved myself, if I so choose to do it. But doing nothing is the only option you don't have. So that's what the Good Samaritan Law is. And um, I'm going to play a clip for you, and uh, you'll see in this clip what I mean by the Good Samaritan Law should be in full effect. Uh, preface this clip for me, if you would, uh, Jerry. Go ahead and tell these, uh, and tell the Patriots what it is they're getting ready to watch. All right, so to the best of my understanding, this was at a restaurant, and uh, a 13-year-old ended up getting assaulted by a very large adult with people just becoming infected with what's called the bystander effect. <laughs> Freezing, filming, trying to get views on TikTok or YouTube or whatever, and literally feeding into the zombie apocalypse completely removed brain matter yeah 13 year old girl was on the floor of a fast food establishment 
getting her brains beaten in. How do you not step in, people? Come on, man! All these people did was grab their phones and jeer. Uh, I'm going to show it to you. It, it's hard to watch. It's hard. If you're a parent, uh, you're going to feel exactly how I felt watching this. I wanted to find the lady. I wanted to start doing research online and figure out who she was. And I just way, have a hard time watching stuff. like I can't stand people who hurt children. And here's the quick abstract of what you're about to watch. 13-year-old girl named Cassidy Jones was assaulted at a Southern California McDonald's on September 6th. The attack was filmed and went viral as bystanders chose to record the incidents instead of intervening. Cassidy reported that an unknown woman initiated the violence after confronting her with hostile remarks. Although, although numerous people captured the event on their phones, only one man believed to be accompanying the attacker stepped in to help Cassidy. Way late. The assaults. Way late. After she, she had already been beaten up, he, he stood there. Following the assault, she was taken to the hospital, displaying evident injuries. The owner-operator of the McDonald's franchise, Tony oh, so it was Blade, a McDonald's. Okay. expressed horror at the incident, ensuring continued cooperation with local law enforcement. The Los Angeles Police Department confirmed the filing of a battery report, but no arrests have been made as of now. How in the... What did you just say? Did you say no arrests have been made? Hard to fathom. Oh, my God. However, if there's a couple 70-year-old ladies that block access to an abortion clinic, oh, boy, we got to (laughs) throw dozens of years of uh, uh, judicial sentences on them. For the FACE Act. That's nuts. The justice system is being exposed for the fraud that it is. Satanic. And ironically, all these indictments against Trump, and I've been a constitutional law school since 2019. I've perused them. Uh, There is no merit to them, in my opinion, whatsoever. And what's crazy about this, it may actually have a long-lasting waking-up effect on we the people because you and I grew up always saying, Indictment, indictment. Oh, my gosh, that is so bad. That is so bad. Now, indictment will fall under the category of it's laughable. Go ahead and indict me. Oh, I'm holding a pebble that used to be in a public park, and you want to indict? Go ahead and indict me. Indictments are going to start falling exactly in the same category as plea bargain, the death of justice. However, if we the people wake up and act accordingly and raise our awareness and again make adjustments to our strategies and realize these are just psyops scams and cons then we the people will prevail in reshaping a justice system to something that is fair and equal again and let's use equality go ahead and cast aside silly psyop terms such as equity Equity, equity. No, we want equality. Equality. People don't even know what equity means. Hey, let me paraphrase real quick what equity means. Okay, so the New York Philharmonica used to have blind auditions behind a curtain. And let's say the 10 best qualified candidates were chosen just by their skills now it's like okay um we've heard enough from the caucasian contingent two of the ten have been filled now we are gonna look for the two most qualified um 
Native Americans, blacks, Hispanics. Oh, you never played an instrument? That's okay. In the fairness of equity, we are going to do that. And the last two are going to have to be filled by uh, maybe Jews. And let's pick a color for them. Uh, Definitely not transparent. That's not the right color. But uh, that's pretty much a summary of equity. And dear ADL, are you going to indict me? See, this is exactly what Joe Biden did when he chose his Supreme Court uh, justice, uh, this uh, Brown, uh, Jackson Brown. So he didn't do it based on any uh, her merit because she didn't have the merit to uh, to to qualify two for years. the position that she's in. She was in. a judge somewhere for two years. I believe, so right? so no, it, it was it was longer than that. But what I'm saying is that here's a lady who was a friend of child molesters, right? She she apologized to the family of the child molester, uh, gave him a light sentence. He comes back, he violates. She gave him another light sentence. Uh, I mean, she's got an she's she couldn't define what a woman is. Smart law scholar, she's a law scholar, but she could not define what a woman is. I don't like my law scholars that can't tell me uh, what a woman is. And if you don't know what I'm doing, I'm playing with my camera again. But sorry. So yeah, I mean. You have you have people out there that expect that you are going to look at them and give them respect based on the years that they've spent honing their craft, and they can't answer the most basic of questions. What is a woman? I don't take science from people who can't tell me what a woman is, and I damn sure are not going to listen to uh, someone who calls themselves a legal scholar or a scholar of any kind if they can't tell me what a woman is. It's very simple. I'm not talking about... Uh, 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 a female who's masculine, because that's what they're talking about, right? When they say that's well, it's you're you you are based on you know uh, the sex to which you feel you are, not true at all. You're you can be feminine, you can be masculine, but you cannot be the opposite sex. But I digress. Back to the situation here. Uh, what is this young lady's name again? Uh, her name is Cassidy. Okay, so. This is Cassidy and her mom, and we're going to play the situation for you that took place in a McDonald's in Southern California. You know, it, it's it's funny. Any anyone who's uh, any clip that basically I pull on here that shows someone stealing, shoplifting, doing any of these craziness, crazy things where they don't end up going to jail or being prosecuted. How come they're always in Southern California? I, you know, it, it's nuts. But there's that's Southern California for you. Marxist stronghold of the world. (laughs) There it is. It's a trauma so fresh. 13-year-old Cassidy Jones has no words, but her tears say it all. According to Cassidy and her mom, Cassidy was with a couple of classmates when she stopped off at a McDonald's in Harbor City on her walk home from school September 6th. But before she could get home safely, an unidentified woman cornered her in the fast food restaurant and began attacking her. Cassidy says the attack was unprovoked. She says the woman hurled these words at her. What the F are y'all looking at? I fight kids, I fight you, this, this, and that. And, you know, I'm like, I'm shocked because, like, I didn't do anything. I don't know you. You're coming at me very aggressive for no reason. Fox 11 exclusively obtained several videos that seemed to corroborate Cassidy's version of what happened. The woman, who was much larger than the girl, appears to lunge at Cassidy and drag her to the floor while punching her and pulling her by the hair. Cassidy fights back with her hands and her legs. 
A crowd watches, yells, but does not help the girl. Cassidy says eventually out. a man who was with the female who punched her pulled the woman away. The woman got her meal and left. I couldn't, yeah, I was focused on protecting myself because I knew the moment I put my hands down was the moment I was probably going to get beat to death. So when she called me, she was screaming and hollering, and I'm standing there, I'm like, oh, my God, I, I don't know what to do. Cassidy's mom called the police and rushed her daughter to the hospital. You can see in these pictures taken right after the attack, her face was bruised and very swollen. One week later, the bruising is lessened. But Cassidy's heart is hurting that a complete stranger could do this to her, and her mom feels the same. I just couldn't believe that another human being would do this. You know, you, I mean, you just do not beat on, I mean, this is a 13-year-old. We watched the video together where no one rushed in to help a defenseless. So that's what it is, people. This is what we've normalized. This is the new culture. The culture of do nothing, be nothing, care less, don't believe in anything, selfishness, a culture of I am however I feel, reality doesn't matter. Um, I, it makes me sick. Hold up to, though for a second. Her mother was there physically? No. Okay. Or she called her mom on the phone. Okay. Yeah, I, I have a feeling that if her mom was there, we'd be watching a different case altogether. You think so? Yeah, that's, I'm that's pretty sure. That's not a guaranteed in Southern California uh, I, either. I, 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 that's a guarantee for humans, unless you, and you got to be a little less than human, first of all, to even feel as though you're justified for beating on a 13-year-old little girl. And do you remember that song? It never rains in California. Yeah. It never rains in Southern California. Yep. We need to change the words and say. It never brains in California. You, you would think, right? No mind, <laughs> heck no, ever. You, you would think after two-thirds of the small to mid-sized businesses got shut down because of COVID mandates that were completely 100% unnecessary, and the leadership who invoked those mandates didn't even follow them themselves. And Nancy Pelosi was sneaking in the back door of her hairdresser. Uh, Gavin Newsom was at, out to dinner with friends, no mask. You know, they weren't social distancing. They weren't doing all the things that they told other people they had to do as they shut down their businesses and so told each individual, you are and you are not essential. And, and the recall election happened. Uh, you would think at that point that, you know, they would have woke up and not voted Newsom back in office. But gel dipped eraser head. They're, they're really, they're, they're waterheads, all of them for that. And I, I say this. All the people that are moving from California to other places like Texas and uh, other red states because they want to go somewhere where they don't have to deal with the BS they left. If you voted for him in California, you should be made to stay in California well, as long as he's in office. Let's say for the next 10 years, anyone who voted for Newsom on the recall election should not be allowed to move away from California for 10 years. You should have to, you should have to stay there and suffer under his policies for at least 10 years. Now... On to the uh, Hunter Biden issue. Now, we talked about the uh, the Hunter Biden case, and we talked about how Dad was um, Dad was was in on the uh, meeting with the business partners. We have uh, phone conversations and so forth, where Hunter Biden was calling and getting office keys 
for their business office for his dad, his brother, and Henry Zhao from the CEFC, uh, from the CCP. Is, uh, if, for those who don't know, because I'm throwing all these initials out, the CEFC is an energy company um, out of China. And Henry Zhao is the person that they were doing their business with. In fact, Henry Zhao was the one who received the text messages over the WhatsApp where Hunter said, I'm sitting here with my dad right now, and if you don't send the $10 million, blah, 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 all that. But dad wasn't involved. Dad met with 14 different business partners while he was in the White House several times, several times. The, the, the logs of them going into the White House to meet with him are, are all public. We know that he, he did that. We have phone calls of Joe Biden saying, uh, get the red cell phone and call Michelle and Barack and tell them Operation Crash and Burn is a go. You can't make this up, people. You can't make this up. But there's no evidence. No evidence. You know, so, folks, it's another chapter in the ongoing saga of attorney uh, Ab Lowell recently announced that neither Hunter shared the uh, neither Hunter shared business or profits with his father. If you've ever read the documentation in the laptop and the correspondence in the laptop, you would have known that Hunter was pretty pissed off at the fact that he had to share so much of the money that he made with dad with the big guy yeah with the big guy the big guy gets 10 percent. but earlier than this there were other agreements that were made because he was saying that he had to give up half of his paycheck on the laptop so it, dad must have downgraded him to 10 percent because at some point family it, discount it was half it was half we want half <laughs> so yeah i mean here's here's a guy that pretends that he cares about his son right he pretends he cares about his son because uh, what's the last thing that you want to do to a known drug addict you you definitely don't want to give a known drug addict access to unlimited funds i mean this is what he did he put his son out there to grift for him and he put him in these terrible situations that made him end up where he's at right now because he's such a loving dad he's such a loving dad and a good leader that uh you know, he 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 allowed his son to bring his own drugs to the White House, you know, but uh, he got caught. And and I fully believe that was Hunter. Nobody will ever tell me any different and, and, and expect me to believe it. Everyone saw the video footage of Hunter on the balcony and how he was rubbing his face and his hair and his eyes were as big as bowling balls. Um, and, and the fact that he's a known cocaine addict, in the White House, where cocaine was found the same weekend he was there, right? Because I damn sure don't think it was Joe. But could you imagine Joe Biden on cocaine? <laughs> I mean, at least he would be awake. Yeah, he it might be an improvement. Asleep. It might be an improvement. But he might still poop his pants even at <laughs> accelerated pace. Well, they do put baby laxative in it, don't they? So he just might. <laughs> so he's saying that they deny any involvement Joe Biden and Hunter Biden's business dealings. But we know that's not true. And that's not saying that we think or anything. We know that is not true. We even have Tony Bobulinski and we have uh, Archer, uh, Devin Archer's own testimony, along with FBI whistleblowers, along with IRS whistleblowers, along with other uh, 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 whistleblowers that were coming in from other countries and some whistleblowers that just didn't make it because they were snuffed. Uh, the... Um, Accountant from the uh, firm, the Burisma Energy, uh, Slachewski, um, his wife was murdered. The moment she was going to come and she was going to testify. In fact, she said she was going to tell them where the overseas bank accounts were. 
Within the week, she was dead. Gal Luft was coming here to meet with the FBI, and they arrested him on unrelated charges and charged him with FARA violations, as well as doing some business they didn't like with uh, Iran or whatever. And I'm not stating that he didn't do the things that they blamed him for. But let me just tell you how this works. If Jerry and I go pull off some weird criminal whatever, right, act, uh, and and the FBI or the local police force grab us, the first thing they're going to do is they're going to take Jerry someplace other than where I am, and and they're going to do the good cop, bad cop thing to try to get Jerry to turn on me. And that's how we get people in trouble. We get bad guys to turn on bad guys. So we do this all the time. But the what they want us to believe in this case is that Oh, we didn't want. Uh, we didn't. We don't want the the testimony from a criminal. A gal left. We're we're not gonna. He was coming to the FBI. He was on. He was in the airport switching planes to continue the next leg of his trip to get here to talk to the FBI. But the FBI went to where he was and arrested him there before he had a chance to touch American soil. Why? Because they didn't want him talking to Congress. When Devin Archer was going to testify on Monday, on Saturday, they drew up an arrest warrant that ended up getting squashed because people found it was it was too out in the open. It was too obvious what they were doing. And so we were actually able to do something about that one. But it tells you exactly who they are. It's it, they're they're not they're telegraphing their punches. They're telling you where they're going to punch, how they're going to punch, how hard. Here's what we it's like the damn Bugs Bunny cartoon where they had the big neon lights where it says hide out, hide out, hide. They're not hiding anything anymore, people. They're doing it right in front of your face. What did you call it the other day? Brandon? Don't get branded. Yeah. Don't get it's branded. A new verb, okay? <laughs> branded. It means scammed, squa- swoggle foosed, deceived, boonswoggled. <laughs> but it's like the old, what did I say? It was like the. I know you know we know you know I know. And it's also But it don't matter. It's also the Rudy Giuliani raid all over again. Oh, yeah. Rudy goes, yeah. here's a laptop. Yeah. Pedophilia, uh illegal uh drug consumption, all kinds of corrupt stuff. It's right here. It's right here. We don't want that. No, 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 no. We got to say, no, we want this. We, we, we don't want that, that no, sir. No, no, we no, 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 no. <laughs> Yeah, we don't we don't want that. That's not why we came. Uh, keep that. Matter of fact, hide that. Get rid of that, please. We don't don't even let me touch it. I don't want my fingerprints on it. But this is the leadership at the FBI. This is this is I mean uh, Timothy Tebow. Not to be confused with Timothy Tebow, different guy altogether. Uh, Mr. Tybalt, as it's uh, spelled out, uh, I'll say it phonetically, so there's no confusing for those liberals out there. Um, he jumped on a grenade for the other folks and the FBI and kind of took the full brunt of uh, of the punishment for waging this illegal investigation and, and making these claims and pushing these issues when, in fact, we know it was so much more than him. But how did he get punished? What, what was his punishment? Here you go, sir. Go ahead and retire full benefits and, and pension in tow. Uh, you just don't got to come to work tomorrow. That's your punishment. That's it. That's not a punishment. The 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 the, the people who were involved in this, you know, Comey, J- James Comey. I mean, uh, uh, he said it himself. Trump said it himself. It was like he swatted a beehive when he fired Comey. These people have created a cabal behind the scenes within our government, 
and you can see it based on the actions they are taking against the former president of the United States and Donald Trump and how they treated people who actually relate to and believe in uh, the movement, uh, the MAGA movement, which is simply just people who believe in the Constitution and the founding principles of our country. They call us radicals for doing that. Uh, but if you hate the United States, you're good. You're okay. If you want to stomp or burn a flag or talk some smack about our history or how it's good, you're you're you must be on the good side of things. They don't want patriots out there. They don't want you know. At one point, the FBI it was an actual thing, Jerry, where they said anyone who cites the Constitution uh, a lot it, it would be deemed a radical. Like literally, you would be deemed a radical if you knew the Constitution. If you cited the Constitution, I'll, I'll, it, there's just so much that points to an anti-American sentiment operating uh, in law enforcement and in political office in our country. And they want you to think that people who notice it and call it out and want to do something about it are Nazis, when in fact they're patriots. They are patriots, 100% patriots. Now, uh, would you want to say something? Go ahead. Yeah, so... Uh... We have a constitutional republic, and what these Marxists want to do, proverbially speaking, uh, or, or, is cut out all the letters after the C-O-N and turn us into a con republic. And they have no problems throwing their own assets under the bus out of self-preservation. Right. See uh, Epstein. You're see, useful until uh, you're not. Uh, Maxwell. See Ray Epps. You think Ray Epps is ever going to see one day in federal prison? They would rather get a hyperflesh uh, mask replacement, a clone, a holographic projection. Come on, man. We see all of that stuff. And ladies and gentlemen, it's very important that you, the listeners, educate yourself on the following two terms, Hegelian dialectic and cognitive dissonance, because that's what everything in their strategy playbook orbits around. So, um, if, if you, speaking of con, right, I'm going to play for you a Fox News clip now. All of the evidence we've laid out for you on this podcast over and over and over again. These are not what we think. These are what we know. I've even played the phone calls for you where Joe Biden is detailing his own evil plans. Like he's he's sitting there like do this and before Trump is uh, 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 gets sophisticated enough to figure it out. He's going to think this. And I mean, he, we have all of these phone calls, but yet. These rhino types, these pretend to be conservative types, which I'm going to play this clip for you, and that's what you're seeing. They're acting like there's a possibility that we don't know all the facts. There's a possibility that uh, uh, Joe Biden is an upstanding citizen, or we don't have an open and shut case that proves this guy is compromised more than any uh, anyone who has ever held political office more so, and as such, our country is in more danger as a result. Now listen to the way they report the news on Joe Biden to make you think that that's not the case. And by the way, by the way they present it. Rhino, for some of you that might not know what that means, Rhino stands for Republican in name only. Yeah, they're Therefore, just for yeah. a liberal plant that has been planted in order to act like a, a Republican, mold. like John Kerry, or, like, Ma or uh, McCain, or John uh, McCain, uh, uh, or Mitt Romney, 
Liz <laughs> like, Cheney. Liz Cheney. Like so Paul many Ryan, of them. Paul Ryan. Uh, and many more. And many, many more. Um, <laughs> Mitch McConnell, of course. Yep. Turtle Man. Frozen <laughs> Turtle Man as of recent. So listen to the way that they... This is a Fox News clip, guys. But listen how they present it. it they present these... Their statements, right? The way that they lay this story out for you and they put the framework makes it seem like we don't know what we know for sure and that there is a way out of this for Joe Biden or things aren't as bad as they actually are. This is the PSYOP. This is the con. Watch. Uh, or, or, you know, if he was late getting to this, could he be on top of this because now he's an independent guy and he's got to look like he's doing something? Yeah, the way to think of it is they're now in a race. The House is in- so. Just to preface this for you, he's talking about uh, David Weiss, the traitor, the one who was appointed by Trump, who didn't do his job and then lied and had to repeat, uh, actually amend the story that he released in his statement to uh, James Comer and those people in the Oversight Committee. But here, I'll, I'll I'll start it again with you knowing that. Listen to what they say. Or, or you know, if he was late getting to this. Could he be on top of this because now he's an independent guy. He's got to look like he's doing something. Yeah, the way to think of it is they're now in a race. The House is kind of in a foot race with the special counsel. The special counsel started ahead. It has a lot more, at least at the beginning, more information and has a lot more prosecutors on the job. But the House is where we've seen all this new information from Hunter Biden's business associates. More How details. do we know Weiss doesn't have that? He might have it. But it doesn't seem like he does. Then who gets first dibs on getting all of this? This is really complicated. And actually, the Congress and the special counsel really have to fight over it. You, would, you could see, for example, witnesses saying, I'm not cooperating with Congress because I'm under subpoena from the special counsel. I don't want to. This happened many times in the past with the Reagan investigations, Iran-Contra, where witnesses will come up to Congress and say, I won't testify because I might get indicted for the things I say by the special counsel. Hmm. Or as because, you should. Or because you they should. have received the carrot or stick treatment. Have you been paid off or have you been scared off? But he- here's the thing. And what you just saw was them talking about these things as if David Weiss had any credibility or that he might actually do his job. Now, I want to state this again for the record. David Weiss said that he had full ability to charge Hunter Biden the way he saw fit and handle the case the way he saw fit and that he did not have to take uh, any orders from the DOJ. Well, it turns out that he actually did and that he wasn't the guy in charge. And so he lied and had to change his statement. And when it was made known that uh, the previous statements that he released were anything but factual, he amended them the moment that Comer... Uh, and Grassley and and the others, uh, uh, Donald, and just the the entire oversight committee just started releasing more information than they were able to keep up with. All of a sudden, the stories started changing. We're late to the game, people. We're late to the game. Biden should have been uh, impeached some time ago. This should not be uh, happening right now, right now. But here's the bad thing, right? They're going to get through Congress. I have no doubt that they're going to get through Congress. But here's the thing. Um, there are a lot of Republicans that are actually Democrats, but there are no Democrats who are actually Republicans. They're, they're, that is a fact. Um, and you'll hear them talk about it a little later in some of the other clips that I'm going to play where uh, you'll see that they had a hard time getting votes even from the Republicans 
to actually uh, impeach Biden or hold these inquiries. They, as, as a matter of fact, uh, here, evidence of a fake Republicans. Watch this clip and you'll understand what I mean. Back that, uh, when I was doing cinema spreads. Uh, Senator Grassley and I did not have the support of our conference. I did not have the, the votes on my committee to issue subpoenas in terms of the, the corrupt Biden family. They, yep. they, they Back then, this was in 2020, they just thought it was just way too political. And it would, it would damn us, damage us politically if we actually tried to uncover and expose the truth. So there it is. He just said that they did not have the votes necessary from the Republican side. They said they didn't want it. We didn't. They didn't want the Republicans in there playing politics. They didn't like the the optics of what it would actually look like were they to indict or try to impeach Biden. That's what they didn't want. What it shouldn't matter. What it should have mattered is. You, Americans, America itself, whether or not the statements were true, not how it looks. Why, why does it matter how it looks? If you find somebody holding public office who is a criminal, you highlight that and you get rid of them. You don't, you're not supposed to care about how it looks. If you care more about your reelection than doing your job, then you shouldn't be reelected. That simple. Um, Hunter is now suing the IRS, right? We talked about how he started suing, you know, when the when the laptop information was made public in the beginning, he tried to distance himself from the laptop and he tried to say, well, I don't know if the laptop's mine or not. He even did that interview. Uh, I forget who he did the interview with, but essentially uh, he detailed his drug use and his state of mind at the time and said the laptop could have been mine. I don't know, not for sure. But now he's suing people uh, for releasing his personal information who have copies of his laptop. So he, that's right there. He's he's saying that's that's my laptop. But at the same time, he says, well, now they're going back to the information on it. Uh, doesn't it doesn't uh, pass the uh, smell test when that's not true at all either, because we've already had several independent uh, independent actors uh, verify that the laptop is very much real and very much Hunter's. So that ship has sailed. Also, his dad stating that he didn't know about his son's business deals, they never talked about business, and he wasn't involved, all that, that ship has sailed as well. So the fact that they're trying to distance themselves from, uh, you know, uh, uh, dad being a part of Hunter's business dealings when they're really not Hunter's business dealings, they're really Joe's business dealings, um, is, is really, you know, it, it blows my mind. It's like, you know, you see them actually doing these things right in front of your face, and then they're looking at you saying, "That's I'm, I'm not drinking from this cup. I don't know what you're talking about. And to my understanding, aren't there a bunch of underage sex acts on that laptop from hell? No, there's there's not underage. No? There's no a- underage. Midgets, no, very no, young-looking midgets? There's no sex acts, though. Uh, I, I want to make sure people scantily understand dressed. that. Scantily they're scantily dressed. dressed. The, the, the provocative photos, yes. And he's in some of his photos with young girls, but we can't tell what they're doing. Now, what was news to me is that what came out of the Reawaken tour uh, was that one of the pictures on the laptop was a picture with him uh, with his niece. Yeah, and that I want to that was wild to me. I didn't know that. To, that. to my understanding, the relationship started when Haley was 12 years yeah, old. Yeah, she was a little and kid. Let's put it in perspective, Haley is Hunter Biden's niece. dead brother's 
daughter. Okay. So he's also her stepdaddy too, because he got with the he got with his brother's uh, wife after his brother's widow after he passed. So these people are the worst kind of trash there is, man. This is you can't make this stuff up. Who would have, you know, who could look at themselves in the mirror knowing they're sleeping with their dead brother's wife? And you left your daughter, wife and kids daughter, to do it. Dead brothers. No, he slept with his dead brother's wife. As he, well? Yes. That, he had a full-on relationship with the the widow. The oh. the the fact that he would that he there were any allegations of uh, sex abuse uh, as it relates to him and his niece. Those were those allegations and rumors were were new to me as of the as of the reawakened tour. But what we know for a fact. And, and there are many phone conversations that we have uh, that are recorded, and the, the, the allegations were even corroborated by statements he himself made as well as Joe and Joe Biden that he had a full-on relationship uh, with uh, his dead brother's wife, his, his brother's widow. I mean, these people are full-on trash, dude. I mean, they, they really are. Really, really are. Now, as I said, Hunter is suing the FBI for releasing personal information about himself. I want you to watch the clip. We'll come back and we'll give you a little, uh, we'll, we'll unpack it. You know, I wanted to get right. you to weigh in on Hunter Biden suing his yeah. father's government. Attorneys for the first son have filed a lawsuit against the Internal Revenue Service, alleging that the agents have targeted him and sought to embarrass Hunter. What do you make of this, Congressman? Well, I, I hope that there's, uh, I don't know, millions of other Americans that want to join Hunter in that lawsuit having legitimately been targeted. What he ought to be doing, quite honestly, is thanking the IRS for giving him a free pass to make millions uh, millions of dollars <laughs> and not reporting it or paying taxes on it, and not to mention that it's likely almost all illicit. So not only should be saying, sending a thank you card to the IRS, he probably ought to be sending a thank you tar card to Merrick Garland and the Department of Justice and the FBI for not for turning their head the other way, letting him commit these crimes that he admitted to in his laptop and uh, and paying no tax on it. You try any of that. Yeah, go ahead and try it. See how fast you end up under the prison. How many people? I mean, look look at uh, uh, what was the uh, the lady's name that that the tax fraud that did all the uh, shows about cooking and decorating and all that kind of stuff martha martha stewart right so martha stewart has some questionable accounting practices and that wesley snipes uh long list of people right hunter biden has a tax debt that went into the millions and they they didn't arrest him they didn't do anything to and in fact they ended up paying it sometime later after they said please a few times nicely they held up the investigation, and then when it was brought to light by the whistleblowers that they were stalling the investigation, the DOJ reached into the IRS and made a few phone calls and had the entire team replaced that was there on the Hunter Biden case. So, you know, when people say there are no evidence, 170-something SAR reports, which are indications of money laundering and, and, and foul economic practices, um, th this is, that's, that's evidence. The, and that evidence is backed up by statements that he made on the laptop, by statements uh, that were backed up by the receipts once we got into those bank accounts and matched what he was saying to what we saw in the bank accounts. So when people say no evidence, it pisses me off to no end because it just means that they're willing to lie 
and 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 throw their integrity in the trash all in in an effort to push their political agenda they don't care about what's true and what's real because if they tell you what's true and what's real orange man wins and rather than have orange man win we would we will throw everything in the trash we'll dump the country in the toilet we don't care about inflation about the cost of goods we don't care whether or not there are enough jobs to go around. We won't monitor the border. So our culture just goes right down the tubes as well. Uh, it, it doesn't matter. All we know is we will do anything, including destroy the country, as long as Trump doesn't get to be president again. And that's what I see. That's how I see it. That's what these people are doing. And they have no integrity. They have no, no morals. They have no ethics as a result. They have thrown everything this country has stood for, what it's always stood for, what it means, what our history is, what our culture is. They have flushed it down the toilet, and then that was the bulk, and now they're coming back for the remainder, and they're flushing again. All because they hate this man so bad, because he exposed them. He exposed the media, who is the propaganda arm of the left. Keep in mind, they are not the free press. If I was Trump, first thing i get into office, one of the first... Uh, uh, things that i would do as president would be investigate the press it, 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 i'm not talking about crimes committed by elected officials and so forth but i guarantee you if you investigate the press it will lead right back in that direction to those who who work with the press that are in elected office so it, it's really uh that's where i would take it that's exactly where i would take it as 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 a president, I would go after CNN. I would go after Fox. I would go after every news organization that sat there and pushed this propaganda when they absolutely knew different. They knew different. Like when CNN said, we know that the Russia stuff was a hoax, but it was getting good ratings. So that's why they pushed it. Shouldn't you lose your FCC license at that point or call it uh, CNN entertainment, not news? Because it's not news anymore. It's not news when you knowingly and willingly set out to lie to people just to get ratings. And then you admit to it and get caught doing it. So that's, that's what we need to fix. That's exactly what we need to fix. Now, I'm going to play for you. The press are in on it. That's what I call this clip. And you'll understand what I mean when you see the clip. Let's take a listen. Impeachment inquiry. You went head-to-head -head with a a fake news reporter who seemed oblivious to the facts. Watch. The prosecutor was going after the, the company that his son was working on. That's what we have. If you can't see that, if you are, if you are that blunt, look, I'll turn it over to the attorneys. People can't see that. They think it's political revenge. It's because you don't report on it. It's political revenge. No, it's not political revenge. It's honest is what it is. And what's not honest is when they are continually saying there's no evidence and they're not reporting on the things that would prove otherwise. You mean star reports aren't evidence? We mean that the telephone calls where he's detailing his own agenda and his own crooked plans, they're not evidence. The, the whistleblower's testimony, not evidence. I mean, what, what has to be evidence? I mean, Just like there's no election fraud evidence, yet dozens and dozens of people in many states have gotten arrested, prosecuted, and rendered jail sentences for election fraud. But there's no evidence of election fraud. No evidence. Fraud. All, 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 the evidence, not there, doesn't exist. 
We have a crooked government, and the people within the government that are crooked are so embedded into leadership positions who then reach out with their tentacles and pull other like-minded crooked people and put them in positions throughout the federal government as well. And then they point at each other for support and evidence because they control the media. This hey, is crooked man number one points at crooked woman number two and then corroborates crooked man and woman number three. It, it's, wow. This is why you have to investigate the media. And, but you know what they would say? He's going after the free press. He's not. What he's doing is he's turning it back into the free press instead of a propaganda arm of the government. We need a, 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 an honest press. We need people in political parties who are willing to hold their own accountable. We, if, if Democrats police their own party and called people out for the foul things that they do, even in their own party, we, we wouldn't be having this conversation. Do you know how free the press is right now? This is going to take you back to an old naughty by nature song called OPP. This is how free the press is right now. Get down with CCP. Yeah, you know me. You're a fool. <laughs> he, said, he quoted OPP. Okay. <laughs> Get down with CCP. Yeah, oh you know me. Oh, my God. Yeah, maybe there's a parody there. <laughs> but the proof is undeniable, folks. I mean, these, these people are crooked as the day is long. Take a look at this clip. I, mean, I got a million of these clips, but... Just Over listen. 175 suspicious activity reports by banks uh, dealing with the Bidens to the Treasury over their activities. $20 million flowing into the Biden family, up to nine, maybe more individuals of the Biden family receiving that $20 million. We still don't know what they received it for, uh, what service or what, uh, what product they provided. We also know that they set up 20 shell companies to launder this money. We also know that even though the president said he didn't have anything, didn't have any knowledge of his son's business dealings, that he called into board meetings, that he went to meetings in person with Hunter Biden and these individuals that paid the $20 million. Uh, and, and we also know that, uh, that Hunter Biden was working for this company in Ukraine to get the prosecutor off that company's back because the company was trying to make a deal in America. And so that's why they hired Hunter Biden and at about that same time, Vice President Biden went to Ukraine and said, if you don't fire this prosecutor, we're going to withhold $1 billion in loan guarantees. These things are facts that are irrefutable. They can't be argued. They can't be challenged because they are facts that exist. So that's just the tip of the iceberg. So, so the $20 million maybe, just maybe was a beautiful artwork crafted with a crack pipe it's it's really amazing to me and, and i stated this before but how in the hell can a guy who whose family was touched by addiction especially addiction to a specific drug like crack right so there are many videos and pictures of hunter biden engaged in doing this drug you would think that as a dad um this would be the last drug that you would uh, want anyone out there. You wouldn't, you wouldn't want to enable people to do such a drug, right? But this is what he did. He literally gave people uh, crack pipe kits, you know, kits for smoking crack. He, he literally gave them out. <laughs> I, Safe crack. I, I, I can't believe 
it's like what happened to America? What happened to the people? I mean, there are people there. He still, even though he's got the, one of the lowest rate, actually, he's got the lowest numbers in history for a president. Mm-hmm. No one's ever had lower numbers. Than this Jimmy guy. Carter was second. But the fact, the fact that there is still 38 or 9% of the people out there who are okay with the job that he's doing. Who are these 38, 39% of these people? Who are they? And why do they think he's doing a good job? Can they list off something he's done positive? Something, some, some law, something he did that was good for the country? I can't even name one. Not even one. Not even one. He is bar none the worst president in history. And hold I'm on, not hold on. He did I'm, one good thing. He continued one of DJT's critical executive orders. Which is? I can't verbalize it identical <laughs> right now, but it has something to do with immigration, I believe. I know that sounds like a total oxymoron. I'm going to have to circle please back. Please do, because please do. Because I'm going to play uh, Jen Psaki and circle back. Please do, because he, everything that he did with that border, uh, as far as uh, any law that he wrote or anything that he upended by executive order or fiat when he became president, removing the DNA requirement from unaccompanied minors, discontinu- discontinuing the building of the wall, and then when it was uh, made known that the wall actually was working, uh, then they acted like they were for the wall again. Meanwhile, they were selling the pieces of the wall off to other people. I mean, if Trump gets back in there, if and, and he will, he will. There's no doubt he will. Oh, my God. Can you can you just imagine the indictments and the people that are going to... I mean, there are going to be so many people that... I mean, his get back is going to be for real. The vengeance and the, and, and, and to the setting things right that need to be set right. There are going to be so many people that these guys thought were going to be above board. And even though Trump is exposing them for the liars and the crooks that they are, there are still going to be people on the left that will pay no attention to the truth because they care more about their agenda that are going to say these are political hit jobs when what he's doing is really ridding our government of the criminal element that has embedded itself inside of our government, patriots. And that's that's what needs to happen. Prediction. All the swamp creatures will move to Washington, D.C., Technically, as I understand it, some sort of foreign territory, and then they will officially become Vatican Part Two, and I guess separate from the Union. So, um, here is another little piece of evidence for you guys. You know, the press keeps telling you there's no evidence. I'm going to show you uh, the actual text messages that Hunter sent himself. Here's 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 the no evidence. Really, <clears throat> I did just that. You figure out from this semester on and the rest of her life how to figure out how you can support yourself. I'll never give you another dime again. If you want to go to pops, that's fine. I love you, but you never fight for what's in the best interest for your sister. Finding an apartment with Peter by next week and and send me the keys and leave me all your furniture and art. I love you all, but I didn't receive any respect, and that's fine. I guess that works for you, apparently. I hope you all can do what I did and pay for everything for this entire family for 30 years. It's really hard, but don't worry. Unlike Pop, 
I won't make you give me half of your salary. What? So where, no evidence, no evidence. When this is right off of his laptop and he's telling you that Pops forced him to give up half the money that he got grifting for Pops. He was setting up deals with foreign nationals, putting his son in the middle of them because he couldn't receive the money himself as an elected official. And as such, they've been pulling off this grifting scheme probably for the last 20 plus years. God knows how far back this started, but it doesn't just involve the Bidens. It ends with Michelle and Obama as well, because remember, and I say this on every episode, Biden cannot create foreign policy, was not the president at the time. And the phone call to Hunter, uh, to Hunter where he tells Hunter to get the red cell phone, which we know now there was a secret cell phone. And then he alludes to that cell phone on a separate phone call with Hunter where he tells him to call Barack and Michelle and initiate Operation Crash and Burn over the, over, yeah, over the, over the documents. So he said, they're not going to get off my ass about these documents, and I can think of about five other places where they are. Call Barack and Michelle and tell them Operation Crash and Burn is a go. I mean, this is, this is ridiculous that people are still willing to cover their eyes and put fingers in their ears and tell you there's no evidence. You're looking at some evil actors. They're not really the press. They are the propaganda arm of the government. They really are not the press. I, I wish, uh, Alexa, turn volume to 10. I want you guys to hear something, right? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to move the mic over, and I'm going to ask Alexa something. So you know it's not me saying it, right? So I believe this is just me, right? I'm not saying that this is something I know for sure or any of that for all you fact checkers, but I believe full well that Operation Mockingbird is in full effect. And what Operation Mockingbird was, was a CIA op back in the day where they had infiltrated the free press, and as long as they continually repeated the lie, the same lie, over and over and over again, they would brainwash people into believing that lie. I've, sh I've showed clips where uh, we did several people in the press across the entire nation, and each one of them had their own box like they were in a giant episode of the Brady Bunch. They each had their own square, and yet they were all reading the same thing, saying the same thing the same way. And you're telling me there's not a single person pulling the strings, writing these scripts, and like they're the little the, the puppet master? No, they're complete. This is, this is propaganda, and it comes from one place. If it didn't, when you turn the news from this channel to that channel, you would hear a different story told a different way because each of these news organizations are supposed to practice their own version of investigative journalism. So you wouldn't have the same you wouldn't have the same stories when you turn on Fox to CNN to CNN to ABC to NBC to CBS and so forth. You would you would hear different things on each channel. They would have their own reporters doing their own reporting and they would be reporting a different way. But they're not. They're absolutely not. But here let me digress. And this was a CIA operation, which we know they got caught doing, and then they said they ended it. But I, I don't believe it ever ended. And I think the Twitter files are a good indication of the fact that it didn't end because they had FBI plants over at Twitter, ex-FBI. I don't think they were really ex-FBI. Jim Baker, a lot of ex-FBI agents that were there. They had their own back page uh, and everything within Twitter, and they were being 
they were meeting with government agencies on a weekly basis at Twitter from every line of law enforcement there was, not just FBI, CIA, local law enforcement, and many others, to silence the Twitter accounts of people who did not go along with the narrative they wanted pushed. But here's, here, here's where I'm getting at. I'm going to ask Alexa a question about a CNN reporter, a news anchor, in fact, and listen to what even Alexa says, right? So, Alexa, is Anderson Cooper in the CIA? Anderson Cooper is a CIA agent. Huh? You, you want to hear it again? Alexa, is Anderson Cooper in or has he ever been in the CIA? From WealthyPersons.com, Anderson Cooper's career started off by working as an intern in the Central Intelligence Agency, where he worked for two summers. And then he went straight to CNN. After yeah. he got done his training. So people don't think for a second that you're looking at people who went to journalism school and worked their way up. And this is where they're, these people plants. are plants. plants. They are 100% plants. That is my belief. And based on the things that we're seeing in the media, things that we're seeing play out by the law enforcement agencies and the people in our government, you can tell their plants by the inaction, not necessarily the action, but the things that they ignore. If they were not plants, you'd see a lot more people getting arrested. You would see a lot more things happening behind the scenes. You would see people actually defending the Constitution of the United States, defending the, uh, free speech, defending us against the tyranny, whether it be from medical mandates. You wouldn't have police officers trying to enforce some arbitrary uh, uh, rule of law where... Uh, people were getting fired from their jobs for not getting an experimental drug jabbed in their arm. That you wouldn't see this stuff in a constitutional republic where the people are free, because in a republic, the the, the government's scared of the people. In a in a, in a tyrannical uh, government, the people are afraid of the government. Right? Which which are we right now? We're a police state, is what we are. That's where we're at. We're a police state. But hey, Eddie, I never, yes, Eddie, Eddie. yep. What is the number one scripted brainwashing programming phrase in the history of Operation Mockingbird? You got me. And this is a serious threat to democracy. Yeah. That is how they propagate their agenda, yeah. labeling things that, in fact, may not be a threat, but it's on their agenda. So I'm going to briefly play news anchor how I would read that phrase if I was to be forced to say, and this is a serious threat to democracy. Here's how I would read it. And this is a serious Threat to democracy? That's how I would read it. Well, they like to throw away, throw around that term democracy. Well, let me tell people once and for all, we are not a democracy. We are a democratic republic. There is a big difference between a democratic republic and a democracy. Democracy is mob rule. Mm -hmm. In a democracy, we would not have an electoral college. So when you hear all these socialists out there pushing to get rid of the Electoral College because they want uh, a popular vote. Let me tell you what happens in that. You get little states, New Hampshire, uh, 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 Maine, and other states 
that would not be able to get any funding. They would have no voice. They would they they would be so, California, Texas, and Alaska would rule. Well, I would say Alaska, but California and Texas, uh, New York would basically rule the landscape for the rest of the United States because they have the most population, and therefore the electoral votes would come from there. They, they wouldn't have electoral votes. They essentially. All the people on the left would be able to set the rules for everyone else. There was a, a there was an illustration that someone had some time ago where it showed a democracy where uh, the sheep was trying was at the voting booth and and the wolves were around the sheep and the sheep was scared and essentially voting the way the wolves told the sheep it had to. And then it had another little illustration beside it and it said in a republic, the wolves were there and the sheep was voting and the difference was the sheep had a pistol. So the law, folks, it comes down to the law. It does not come down to who the majority is. It does not come down to any of that. It literally comes down to the Constitution, which is why they don't teach the Constitution in school anymore, which is why China is funding our public school system and our colleges, and they're turning out good little communists all over the place and they don't want to tell you the real history of the United States. They don't want to tell you the moral history of the United States. They don't talk about the Reformation. They don't talk about the fact that there were two pervasive cultures in the United States and one that always lost, which were the Confederates, lost. Uh, uh, th that whole um, ideology behind slavery and that culture was beaten and it was fought against because it was called a, a, a mark or a blemish on the soul of the country by people at the time who did not have to feel that way because they had no opposition, but they knew it was morally wrong. So they, want, they, they wanted to put an end to it. They absolutely wanted to end it. And yet there, there was no ACLU back then. There, there were no rainbow coalitions. There was no Ben Crump. There was no Al Sharptons or Jesse Jacksons. So when people try to tell you that our country is inherently racist, they're inherently stupid. That's what they are. The 1619 Project was seeks to indoctrinate your children and teach them that we are a racist country and that our country was built by slaves are wrong. And if they teach you that all white people were okay with what went on back then by their being slaves, they're also wrong because it was a very small amount of people in the United States that could even afford slaves. And they were all brought here by today they were their banks jp morgan chase these were shipping lines back then and they brought slaves and they were part of the slave trade so if you want to go after somebody for what you call reparations or whatever go after jp morgan go after chase go after go at i don't know if it's chase but i know it's jp morgan don't quote me on the chase one but jp morgan was definitely uh one of the ones involved in in the, in the slave trade so go after the people who actually did it and all of them were Democrats. Every one of them were Democrats. And all the presidents that were recently, or let's say today, they can link back to being uh, related to slave owners, including Obama himself. The only one that wasn't was Donald Trump. And McKinley. Uh, who's it? McKinley. Who okay. also was assassinated. So that's another historical lie for some people. Uh, people seem to be under the impression that only JFK and Abraham Lincoln were assassinated and that there were assassination attempts. No, it also happened oh, yeah, to McKinley and Garfield. So, uh, you know, patriots, go out and get involved. Find an organization, a conservative organization, somewhere you can serve the cause in your local area, in your state, in your city.
Get involved in your church. Get involved in your community. Be a part of the solution. Don't just come in the house and 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 do the armchair quarterback thing where you're just posting memes on Facebook and think it's going to change something. It's not. Uh, Jerry Jerry here is is out every day canvassing. This is for people who don't know. This guy's on the street talking to people every single day. Every time I get an opportunity, I am there fighting for the cause as well. I mean, we're it doesn't matter if it's a Christian cause, it doesn't matter if it's a conservative cause. I will put myself anywhere I need to be to make sure I get the story and you get the truth. And that is the absolute truth. I do not care about suffering the consequences of doing what's right. And I want to put a little addendum to what you just said. Yes, find a conservative affiliation, but look for the signs. If you start seeing your script, your agenda, your programming starting to apparently being infiltrated by Soros or Marxist funds, start making a mental connection and disconnect yourself yeah. if it is not rectified at some point in the near future. Like I said, there are a lot of Republicans that are Democrats, but there are no Democrats that are Republicans. We have a lot of rhinos, a lot of moles in our party. They're the controlled opposition. They're not real. And we need to clean house. And we need to expose them because people, they're really tricky. Look at the Santas. I mean, I was really fooled. But, I mean, I digress. We, we just need to make sure we search our hearts and do our research and make the best decision for our country and do what's real, folks. You know, it, don't follow your feelings. Reality is reality for a reason. Don't don't just follow your feelings, but test them. And I want to applaud Tulsi, Tulsi Gabbard, Gabbard. Gabbard, and I want to say Christina Cinema. Yeah, I don't Cinema. remember her first name. Yeah. Cinema. So right. I commend them for the bravery. I'm actually surprised that it hasn't had more of a snowball effect, but I'm sure the forces did some sort of a intervening regulation, you know, preliminary threat assessment or something. But those are some brave, brave individuals. In, in, in Tulsi Gabbard, I mean, it, 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 the, the lady is, it, to me, right, the lady is just too pretty to be a Democrat. <laughs> She's just too pretty to be a Democrat. When I think of Democrats, I think Diane Feinstein, Barbara Boxer, Maxine Waters, uh, just just terrible people. And ARC, ARC, ARC. You know, she's. I'm not. I'm not even going there. Never mind. I'm not going to do it. But you know, it's it's it's. They're okay until they start speaking, right? And by the way, I didn't. I I transferred my disgust for her policies to make a personal attack, which actually I'm not proud of now since I'm reviewing it. But we don't have enough time to break down the political failure that is AOC and the political hypocrite, uh, hypocrite that is AOC. And, and I want to I make sure that uh, our listeners know this. So, so for those of you in the Las Vegas area, the Patriot Prayer podcast is going to be doing a live event at Crab Corner, which is a sports bar. Over here off of Rainbow and the 215 for those of you in the Nevada, Las Vegas metro area. Uh, This will be coming up next month. And when we get closer, I will let you know the date. But we're going to be doing a live event. It's going to be me, Jerry, Chris Ruda will be there. 
Uh, some of the guys from the Epic Times will also be there. There'll be giveaways and prizes and so forth. We're going to make uh, it, it's just going to be a, a lot of fun. And uh, so when we go, let's go. You go. Jerry just never is on cue ever. Never. <laughs> let's go. You're really not going to be on cue again. <laughs> so we just need you there because Jerry can't hit his cues. <laughs> So, come on, come on down and uh, spend a little time with us. I need a teleprompter and read <laughs> the quiet part out loud. Yeah, really. So, yeah, uh, Crab Corner coming up next month. Uh, I will have the date locked in within the next week or so. Uh, it's going to be a lot of giveaways there, a lot of prizes, a lot of fun. And we get to hang out with you, and uh, that in itself is just going to be a lot of fun. The Epic Times are going to have some folks there. Um there's going to be a lot of giveaways and raffles. Uh, we're just going to make a fun time of it, folks. So we'll see you then. Uh, check us out in the meantime at thepatriotspair.com and also at youronestopgiftshop.com to support the cause, guys. We really do appreciate each and every one of you. And as usual, the silent majority, you guys need to stop being silent and stand your ground. We'll see you next time on the Patriots Prayer Podcast.